As fall fills up with activities and obligations, even a small time saver can feel like a big help. Grammarly is an all-in-one writing tool that makes clear, concise communication easier than ever, so you can finish your work earlier and head off to family dinners, social events, and fall weddings. Grammarly is free to download and works where you do, so every project gets finished quicker. Make sure your writing is free of mistakes with Grammarly's free, comprehensive writing suggestions and get an instant take on how your message comes across with the free tone detector. Let Grammarly Premium's sentence clarity rewrites help you find the perfect words on the first try. You'll be confident writing client emails, deadline-driven reports, and presentations without staying late at the office. Get more time back in your day by writing with Grammarly. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcasts to sign up for a free account. Then get 20% off when you're ready to upgrade to Grammarly Premium. That's Grammarly.com slash podcasts. So today we went ahead and we watched Doctor Strange Multiverse of Madness. And while I want to talk about it, while I am bursting at the seams to talk about it, we're actually going to cover that maybe in a couple of weeks. But today's episode, we will be talking about moms because tomorrow is Mother's Day. Granted, you might be listening to this a little bit later, so... So today might be Mother's Day. Happy belated Mother's Day. Or happy happy early. Mother's Day. Happy early Mother's Day. In case you're listening to this in a year. Tell your mom I said it was good, though. Welcome back, Colonels, to another episode of Break Out the Popcorn with your fabulous hosts, Connie and Rico. Anyways, I hope Thank y'all are you. doing well. Of course, of course. You hate doing that. I know, it's so awkward. I know, every, we only introduce ourselves every like... Other episode? Every like 10th episode or so. Oh, I had a whole thing that I had to reconfirm. So for one, you're not a crackhead. You're not a crackhead. Um, I said that in the Batman episode, that you're a crackhead for like thinking that we did state that we watched Batman. We did not state that we watched Batman. You were correct in saying that we watched the Batman last episode okay so i just wanted to apologize to you that way nobody thinks that i'm being mean to you sure yeah uh good thing we've already edited this episode all the parts of you being mean out i mean yeah you're not wrong but i'm saying from last episode i was mean to you so i just wanted to go ahead since i can't edit that okay well let's start with a fresh slate on this episode you're still my favorite crackhead thank you uh not leia leia is my favorite crackhead yeah she's she's a little rough yeah little rough around the edges anyways um so it's been a while what have we been up to today we watched multiverse of madness like you said but mm-hmm. we're not going to talk about that the multiverse of madness the m-o-m the mom get it mother's day and look all i'm gonna say very fitting title very any hoosers uh any housers so yeah what are we talking about today um today we're gonna be talking about turning red but you also did not finish anything about how our week has been anything oh i mean you have any updates i don't have any updates really? personally no nothing no nothing weird at work not really what's the weirdest thing you had happen this week um i got a chick-fil-a gift card from a customer okay fair enough i'm taking a motorcycle course at yeah. the end of this month so okay. your boy's yeah. gonna be cruising and perusing all right yeah all right you just want to tell everybody that yeah pretty much okay 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 mm-hmm. sure okay well oh wait no i think i already told everybody that i don't know truly i think i told them that in the last episode well, well anyway now you know our lives are pretty uh pretty dull, dull. yeah <laughs> <laughs> we went to the movies today so there's that all good right. time so rico's are... brother has a new job so yeah highlight of our life yeah. 
looking out for that discount, that employee discount that hopefully he'll share this time. He won't. No, he told me. He was like, I'm going to give you the card for the, because he gets cards to give to people. Oh, okay. And I'm like, cool. I better get a fucking keychain. Okay. A little card to scan for that employee discount. Okay. Fair enough. Yeah. We go to Kroger's all the time, so. And he's not working at Kroger's. What are you talking about? Do you know God. how many Kroger's there are? Yeah. Still. They don't even know your brother's name. It's fine. Exactly. No, they, brother. Do know, they do know our brother, my brother's name. Our brother's name. Yeah. Yeah. He, he said it on the episode. So. <laughs> well, it's not like he listens to this. So. Well, don't triangulate us. We love you. Yep. Okay, moving on. Uh, so, <laughs> Disney, of course, you guys know that we've been obsessed with Disney lately. Don't know what it is, but they've been popping out bangers left and right. That's true. I'll give them that. I was going to say it's a more more of a you thing than it is a me thing, but it's it is, a me yeah. thing as well. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's a you thing in the terms of your mom and brother. Mm-hmm. They're like big disney nerds yeah Yeah. like i'm telling you your brother has asked me 40 times if i've seen onward yet and we haven't no what movies are we missing we're missing onward luca i know we started luca we didn't yeah we haven't finished it um i mean i'm sure there's some sprinkled in there i guess i truly don't i just know the ones that i need to talk about on the podcast Mm -hmm. that's it that's it i did finish season one of moon knight speaking of disney oh you haven't finished season two? It hasn't came out. That's the joke. Oh, okay. Yeah, there's only one season. Well, yeah, I'm just saying for the people that listen oh. and the, the people that watch Moon Knight, I've yeah. watched season one with you guys, so. Well, not with me. Not with you. <laughs> yeah, no. Because you, like, refuse to watch Moon Knight. I didn't refuse to watch it. I said, let's watch Moon Knight several times. And you're like, it's because I'm busy. The and thing is, my eye. is, I don't like committing to watching shows with you mm-hmm. because then, A, you either watch them without me and i'm lost or b we end up taking forever to finish things yes because it takes you forever to get into the mood to watch something not even that it's because we have conflicting schedules okay so when are we gonna watch ozark i watch it whenever you're watching it okay we'll watch ozark i've, n- I've never even seen season one of ozark yeah but i don't know like, why this man is trying to commit okay me to ozark. but like you know everything about ozark at this point not really some of it i know a general idea of it exactly it's just it's it anyways anyways we don't do shows together absolutely not he's never even tried to watch one of my shows so i was ready to watch peaky blinders i was ready to watch i've never Bridgerton. seen Pe- i've never seen peaky blinders you said you wanted to start uh, peaky blinders i though. said you should watch peaky blinders okay well i want to watch it with you and bridgerton i finished and like two three days did you see the new season of bridgerton no are you planning to watch these? you i probably not you <laughs> wouldn't like bridgerton it's a romance show okay you i've tried to get you to watch buffy so many times i like buffy how i many? like buffy as a background show though i don't how, like it as like a i'm gonna sit down and watch how many this. episodes have you seen probably like a handful literally like four nah like i've yeah. watched at least like six. Oh my bad like two at more episodes in, okay that's still an hour oh. of buffy that i did watch oh at least six episodes okay like i said i like it as a background show i don't like it as like a you forced me throughout you made me watch the entirety of naruto you liked it though yes and you apparently like buffy but yet you haven't watched it i can't sit down and watch buffy like it's a didn't, nighttime show i'm sorry hold on pause didn't you just sit down and watch the entirety of the boondocks and static shock because I love those shows. Those are my childhood shows. 
Okay, and Buffy is my childhood show. Buffy is one of my childhood shows, too. Rico, shut the fuck up. No, I swear to God, I used to watch Buffy all the time as a kid. Oh, the same six episodes over and over again? Probably. I don't doubt it. Okay, Okay, so let me tell the story, okay? So, Kim, I know you know Kim, but they don't know Kim. Kim is my cousin. Kim used to live in these apartments, and... We were like, whenever we would go over there, we we could just like kind of per, like go through the neighborhood of the apartment. Like, my mom was like, "That's fine." So there was this weird white dude that we knew. I don't know why we go. they let us go to his house. I don't know. This why. is not a story for a podcast. This is a story for your therapist. It is. I swear it is. But it's fine. So like, homeboy had like rabbits. I thought you were about like, to say rats. I was about to say he what? did. What the freak? He had like big rats though. Like I didn't know rats could get so big. They get big. Rico. Anyway, so he had like rabbits and rats and swords hanging from his wall. I thought he was the coolest dude ever, but now that I think about it, I definitely should not have been in this man's apartment. But anyway, no, absolutely not. He would show us like all his swords and his animals and oh, stuff his swords? like that. N- not in a weird way. You made that weird. Mm-hmm. Anyway, he would always have. He had a girlfriend too. I don't sure, think he they did. Liked each other. Oh wow! Well. But <laughs> well. like, he would always have Buffy on, and we would watch Buffy at his Rico. house. I know how it sounds. I know how it sounds. Okay, go ahead and judge me. Tell me. No, I'm just saying that I think you should probably call your cousin and ask her if she remembers this and then maybe file a police report or something. I don't remember the guy's name. I think it's way too late for a police report. Also, it was like the 90s. Nobody was really like snatching kids. I don't think you were watching Buffy, if I'm being truly honest. I swear it was Buffy because I remember the guitar riff. If you say so, man. I mean, it, it's pretty unique, but, you know, I would just see if we can get a sponsorship with, like, BetterHelp or something like that. You're so mean to me. Any hoosers, um, now that I have your verbal commitment to watch some Buffy after this, right? That's fine. Okay, cool. We can move on to, um, <laughs> what were you even talking about Turning originally? Around. Before that, like, before the Buffy thing. Watching shows together. Exactly. And we watched Turning Red <laughs> together. <laughs> We watched Turning Red together. We were the last ones in our household to watch it, but we watched it. Do you want to tell them how we just got through a dropout, restarted a computer, and were able to get back on track? No, because obviously they didn't. They can't tell that we That's took a fine like power a, of editing. We took a ten minute break to restart my ancient laptop. So if we want to get sponsored by Best Buy and they can go ahead and send us a laptop that we can review and keep. Does Kroger's have employee discounts on laptops? Do they sell laptops anywhere to Kroger's? Meat laptops. No, maybe that like super center Kroger's. I don't know. We'll look into it. Okay. Seems to be running a lot smoother now. So fingers crossed. So today we're going to be covering Turning Red. For the third time. Sorry about that. For the third time. (laughs) Uh, It's a Disney movie, in case you couldn't tell by the title of this. And by all the times we said Disney and Moon Knight and all the other fun stuff. Y'all got it. Yeah. So, quick spoiler-free summary. Um, Maylee is a confident, dorky 13-year-old torn between staying her mother's dutiful daughter and the chaos of adolescence. We've all been there. We've all been there. Her protective, if not slightly overbearing mother, Ming, is never far from her daughter. An unfortunate reality for the teenager. And as if changes to her interest, relationships, and body weren't enough, whenever she gets too excited, which is practically always because she's a teenage girl, she poofs into a giant red panda. Love that. Quick and easy. Um, It starts out as an average movie and then quickly morphs into... Something completely beautiful and weird. Exactly, exactly. So uh, there's no spoilers, although this movie isn't something to be spoiled because... In the end of the, at the end of the day, it's a Disney movie. It's a feel good 
coming of age Disney. Yeah, movie. happy ending. Like right. you're not gonna see Ming, not Ming. Um, you're not gonna see May fucking tear down the town as a red panda. At the end of the day, like it's feel <laughs> Do good. Do you not see that? No, like she doesn't terrorize anybody. Like oh, it's no, a feel she good movie. Them. So, anyways, that's a quick spoiler free summary we're trying to keep it spoiler free as much as possible but like mm-hmm. i said it's hard to spoil this movie mm-hmm. uh so there was an original plot though that was the summary of the movie but the original plot was a bit different okay so if you haven't seen the movie now is probably the time to maybe take a break and watch it um if you wait if you haven't seen the movie did i say that right yeah sorry it's late the neighbors are having a party and my mind can't focus um so if you haven't seen it now it's time to kind of maybe take a peek but we're gonna stay spoiler free as much as possible um if you have cool you know what the movie is like so this is the original plot to this so originally ming the mother was planned to have been incredibly happy that may turned into a red panda due to it being a good luck charm for the temple and would have planned to monetize may's red panda for profit this direction for ming was scrapped due to dami shi who's the director, okay. uh, feeling it may, feeling that it made her too much of a one-note villain. Like, it just seemed too flat. Yeah. Okay. Instead of... This movie is very, like... There is no central bad guy. Mm-hmm. Like, you you understand what May is going through, mm-hmm. especially if you're a girl or, like, like, a woman. You know what she's going through, and you've been there at the same time. If you're an adult watching this, even if you're not a mother, you can relate to Ming as well. This is Disney as well, correct? Yeah, this, so is, this is Disney Pixar. So so this is the second movie in a row that they have mm-hmm. made where they have not centralized on one bad guy. Yeah, and it's um definitely even with Luca and they were like Luca, Moana, um, you know, uh Encanto and now turning red, this new trend of Disney films where it's more focused on family. Like this one does have like, you know, they all have like a little magical element mm-hmm. to it, but more focused on themes within family mm-hmm. instead of like the classic Disney movies where good versus evil, right. good and bad, you know? Right. You can and see so many kinda, sides. And that's what I was going to say. I think that's what they were trying to focus on is that like you can have conflict without somebody being bad. Exactly. Like it's like It's just more of a educational yeah sense like you don't have to necessarily fight everybody you don't necessarily have to defeat every conflict you come across so much as just educate them on there's different viewpoints yeah like and there's of course the themes of like honor your parents and you know be a good person and do good things but at the same time be true to yourself Mm -hmm. and i i really really love that trend i know we're going to get into it later about how controversial some people see this as Mm -hmm. um because they definitely see this movie as like you're basically telling girls to rebel um but that's not what it is in my opinion i definitely see this movie more of like a as a teenager like i'm trying to find the words to explain this if a teenager watched this or like a preteen watched this and they are caught in the same thing that may is going through you know where it's like i want to have fun and live my life but i also want to do right by my parents like they can understand it it's not Mm -hmm. as fantasy even with her turning into a red panda it's not as fantasy as older disney movies were okay i can respect that yeah so now we're going to be talking about the inspirations that brought this movie together okay yes and even i know you're going to get into it but um i want to keep i want to 
everybody to kind of keep in mind as well that these inspirations, because I did the notes primarily for this one. Okay. Um, these inspirations were not only in the story in itself, but also in the animation style. Right. Because as you see the animation style, you see more of like a anime, you know, the eyes and it's just the expressing of emotions and things like that. You definitely see the anime characteristics come out. Right. I mean, and that's something that, like you said, draws inspiration to this movie. You could tell that you were off doing something else real quick. I was messing with whatever Leia was chewing on. <laughs> I did not hear anything you said. I'm so sorry. No, it's just like the animation style. Like, you can definitely pull the anime aspects out of yeah, it. No, like, you sure. can see that as yeah. you're watching. Mm-hmm. So, covering the inspirations, we have Fruit Basket. Which Fruits. Fruits Basket. Fruits Basket. Yep. Don't forget that one. Which is a anime that I drew inspiration from. They're all anime, uh, so. Yeah, no, I know. I just, <laughs> you threw me yeah, out there, but. Yeah, it's okay. <laughs> so, the anime is about a young girl who discovers a family whose members are possessed by animals of Chinese, of the Chinese Zodiac. Mm-hmm. And they're cursed to turn into their animal forms if they embrace anyone of the opposite sex or if their body is under great stress. I, when reading these summaries, I genuinely, like, wanted to watch these animes because they really? sounded like fascinating okay. like imagine like anytime you as a guy hugs a girl you turn into a fucking like a, a pig or a tiger wow chinese zodiac oh okay we All were right. we both were born in the year You're of the, the pig. pig yeah yeah okay i hate it but Same. moving on um next we have ranma one half mm-hmm. and it's an anime about a teen boy who as a result of an accident during a training journey is cursed to become a girl when splashed with cold water and when hot water is splashed on him yeah he turns back into a boy (laughs) his father's also cursed but to become a panda when exposed to cold water it it just sounds so cool and you can see sounds so weird you can (laughs) see where like the inspiration is drawn from yeah okay fair enough Next, we have one two, of... Two that are very, like, yes, in that, our time. Yeah, our time. I actually have watched bits and pieces of both of these, mm-hmm. one more than the other. Um, and we have Sailor Moon mm-hmm. and Inuasha. So, for those of you who don't know, Sailor Moon is an anime series that follows a schoolgirl as she transform in, transforms into Sailor Moon, a soldier destined to save Earth from the forces of evil. And I also want to point the out... forces of evil. Da, 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 da. Sorry. That was Powerpuff Girls. I know. It's just the but way that it was worded. I also want to point out in Sailor Moon, I didn't put it in the little summary, but um, we do have to keep in mind that in Sailor Moon, there is a big group of friends. Right. And they all are very color-coded and right. tight-knit, and that also plays into Turning Red. Yeah. Okay. And then Inuasha follows a 15-year-old girl from a modern-day Tokyo whose normal life ends when a demon drags her into a curse. Cursed a well. cursed well. Sorry. Yeah, you didn't finish that. I thought it was cursed. Well, okay. <laughs> anyway, so cursed well. And she's transported back in time to feudal Japan. Inuasha is actually the name of a young hybrid dog demon human that is in the anime. That's like one of the main characters. I am going to... You just wrote No, look. I am going to be <laughs> honest with you. What's up? Trying to fit a summary of Inuasha all in... Oh, sorry, Leia. My phone hit you. Uh, fit it all into like a little... Y'all don't see it, but that is actually a big block of text because mm-hmm. it's so much more than that. I oh, found yeah, out. Oh, yeah, no, I know. Yeah, yeah. It's a whole thing. Like a whole diamond or a whole gem gets uh-huh. 
it flown into pieces and she's actually this goddess or uh-huh. something who was in love with and a, a whole fucking thing i can see how people Did get you into want to it watch Inuasha? a little bit really it seems kind of cheesy but it kathy, is it's kathy, very soft kathy if you hear this please do not kill me for not watching Inuasha? no for saying it looks a little cheesy oh no i think she'll be fine with it okay I mean, everybody knows it was kind of cheesy. Okay, because I was like, dog demon hybrid man. Okay, low key though, low key. Whenever Toonami was a thing, like Inuyasha would come on sometimes, and it was just like, bruh, you put this on, like all the other animes are Dragon Ball Z, Naruto, like uh, Bobo Bobo Bobo, uh, Cowboy Bebop, and then like all of a sudden you see like Inuyasha and it's like love stories and <laughs> cat people and dog people. dog cat person. Jesus. So, anyway, I mean, I don't know. I didn't like it. It wasn't my thing. So, keeping on with the inspirations, though. uh, One of the inspirations was My Neighbor Totoro, which I haven't seen yet. I really want to watch this. Eventually. No, every time I want to watch it, it's never on any of the streaming services that I thought it was on. Truly. I'm pretty sure it's on Crunchyroll, like, all the time. But I don't have Funimation, don't have Crunchyroll. So, I just gotta look for it whenever I get the chance. Or pay for it. And My Neighbor Totoro is a giant fluffy animal loved by kids. That's the very short summary. The very shortest of very, summaries. Very, very short. Yeah. But it's actually a very, like, well-known anime. Oh, yeah. Whether you watch anime or not, a lot of people have watched this. Not only that, a lot of people, like, it's one of those ones that you see a character and you're like, I know immediately where that's from. Right, like, everybody knows the giant fluffy Totoro. Exactly. Yeah. Next, we have a Goofy movie. So, it's a story about uh tension between an adolescent and their parent i don't know why you worded like that it's max and his dad no i know but like i was just trying to give like the bare minimum of how it relates to turning red no i feel you but i I mean i really would have preferred max and his son or sorry goofy and his son max i mean i don't know i don't know what y'all know or what y'all don't know okay so Um, really quick i have another random story (laughs) that i have to bring up okay so i remember we had like my mom and her husband had like all these weirdo friends that like very sketchy moments i know i know i have very sketchy moments in my life that i need to tell my therapist about but i remember we were playing outside and like we were shooting bb guns mm-hmm. i didn't have one i was just running from motherfuckers that were shooting oh shit. damn um and they were having a whole bb war outside of their apartment complex and like one of the kids got shot like next to his eye it was a whole thing Fuck. but randomly there was this man that was selling dvds mm-hmm. and he was selling I don't know if you remember, not this one, not this Goofy movie, but, like, the the one after that where Max is, like, doing, like, he's going to college or something, and he has to do, like, all this, like, sports triathlon thing. Do you remember mm. that one? No, not really. No? I, it's Extremely Goofy Movie. That's what oh, it is. okay, 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 okay. So he was selling Extremely Goofy Movie and Iron Giant. I don't know why he was selling those movies out oh. in an apartment complex. <laughs> he kind of knew his target night. audience. It was at night. Oh, and there was just a whole bunch of kids running around. He knew his target audience. That was it. I guess. Just just very sketchy. So anyway, we, my mom bought me both of those movies. Well, no. So she sweet. just bought me an extremely goofy movie because it was the last one that he had. Because uh-huh. all the other parents bought Iron he, Giant. I'm telling you. He knew his fucking market, I dog. Guess. You keep telling me that this man was just being weird. No. I guess. Good marketing. Well, and then there was a taxi driver that was trying to call us over to his taxi. Okay. And he was offering us free candy. And a lot of kids ran over to it. And I was like, yeah, no. My mom told me I can't take candy I feel like from you're strangers. lying about that one. No, I swear. I swear on every, like on this whole entire podcast, I swear that happened. You needed some better time in your life when you were a child. Granted, I, I can't speak for shit. I did. I, 
Well, um, no, I didn't. I didn't have that bad. Moments. Yeah. I had a couple. I had a couple strange ones. See, you you lived in apartments as a kid. No, I just had. No, but you lived in apartments as a kid. I I lived in trailers. So like. I feel like two vastly different experiences. Well, same type of experience, two vastly different environments. I guess. Mine like, was... I never had taxi drivers or cab drivers because I was out in the country. Okay. But you had weird bubbas with pickup trucks that are rusted and they got hooks no. and deer heads in the back of them. No, nah, not really. Really? Truly, you have yeah. any, like... No, I stayed in my house. My mama taught me good. She said if anybody comes to the door and knocks, it might be the power company, it might be rent a center, we don't answer the door. Okay. <laughs> we do not answer the door. Okay. Let them cut our shit off. Grandma will come pick you up. Okay. I was just told strangers and El Cucuy. Oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> no. Literally, it was just like drug dealers and weirdos. <laughs> I had a sketchy step parent. <laughs> it's <okay>. Anyway, <laughs> that was a very goofy movie. <laughs> anyway, moving on. So, next we have the 13. So, these are all um, more inspirations, more inspirations, but they're more Disney Central. Yeah. Well, uh, centric. Centric? Disney Channel centric. Yes. Because uh, Dami Shi grew up with like these movies. Right. So, so we have the 13th year, which is a boy learns that he is part mermaid. That's one where his mom was the mermaid. Yeah. He learned he was part mermaid on his 13th birthday. I don't know why you birthday. skimped up on these. Like, these are actually because really good movies that I love. They really are, but this is not, this is just the inspiration. This is not about these movies (laughs) okay next we have luck of the irish another great movie that i loved what's Um, about it's a teen boy that learns that he's part leprechaun oh okay there's more than that but (laughs) we're not gonna talk about the basketball part of it (laughs) or his dad being or his grandpa being a leprechaun he's i thought he's that was helping him cheat in the basketball game nothing to do with this This is my world get back land come on bro (laughs) come on the last one Last one is, okay, okay, I got another funny story after this, but next one is Wendy Wu, Homecoming Warrior, and it's about a teenage girl who learns that she is the reincarnation of a powerful warrior. I love that movie. She thought she was Wendy Wu. I can see it. I can see it. Um, but Chris used to tell me all the time that he was related to Brenda Song. Because his, his last name is Song. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Stupidest shit I've ever heard. Granted, I used to tell people my dad was a music producer and I knew Hillary Duff. Okay, but you, your last name wasn't Duff, so you didn't do that. Like, it wasn't just like... No, but he was a, a little thing. bit more credible. No, he wasn't. He really was. How? He was like, I'm part Chinese. Like, I'm a quarter Chinese and she's Chinese and our last names are Song. We're related. She's actually like my cousin. I would believe that. Okay, but like, when I was like, bro put me on he was like we don't really talk like i our believe families... that do you talk to all your cousins enough to be like if a girl was like hey bro put me on to your cousin i'd be like okay like yeah i actually know okay. this person hey if somebody walked up to you and you they just were looking on your facebook and they're like hey who's that and you're like that's my cousin hector would you be like and they're I like i could call hector and be like yeah you're a weirdo i mean i that's weird how i would understand chris <laughs> no i would i would believe thing. it no i wouldn't believe me over chris i think anybody whose name is chris is lame damn we just lost a quarter like, of our they listeners. think that they are hard like anybody named chris that i've ever met thinks that they're some kind of like fucking badass and they're not except for chris me. chris taylor chris taylor's cool i like chris taylor he is cool he's the exception all Do right I know so any chris's? you no. know my chris yeah that's you know both of my chris's 
Uh, I know all three of your Chris's. I have another Chris? Yeah. Sandra. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Nobody can guess that. So, I hope you guys hear that dog barking in the background. That's not our dog. Our dog is sitting right here staring at Rico. What up, girl? Like, really intensely. Anyways, so there are some unique traits about this movie. And Rico, I'm going to tell these to you, so I need you to pay attention. Okay, I'm focused um, 1,000%. This dog is not distracting me at all. I want you to focus because I want to tell you these, and I want you to, like, tell me what you think about them. So there are two characters in this film wearing, this is the first one. Okay, so two characters in the film. I do know these two characters. Oh, that's not the first one. You don't Got have it. to be sarcastic. I'm just messing with you. There are two characters in the film wearing diabetes technology in the form of a continuous glucose monitor, which allows diabetics to monitor their glucose levels in real time. Like, you know, the, the pumps that they have on them? There's two characters in there. Who? It's the first. It's just like background characters. But you can see them in the background that have them. And it's just the first Disney movie to feature that. Oh, okay. Because, you know, kids with diabetes, they have the like the glucose monitors uh-huh. on them. And like it's representation. Okay. Because I forget who it was, but somebody who worked on this film is a type 1 diabetic as well. And so in order to... So just being inclusive. Yeah. In order to try to represent, because they have like a representation type of thing. I don't know the exact name of it, if I'm being truly honest. Um, But yeah, just trying to bring to light uh, different disabilities and things that people go through. That way kids can look at these movies and say like, oh, that that character looks like me, you know? So like Disney has a program for this. Yeah, exactly. Oh, that's really cool. That's yeah. really sweet. Honestly, it's kind of like, that's why they're exploring different cultures and things like that as mm-hmm. well. Like you said, like Marvel was doing for a while. Right. Yeah, it's just kind of like expanding, you know? Um, so with that being said, this is also the first Pixar movie in which a character breaks the fourth wall to narrate. And that's what she did in the beginning of the movie. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Right. May broke the fourth wall to kind of narrate what was going on. So um, so would you consider her a fourth wall breaker? Or do you think that was just like a thing just to introduce the movie? I think that was just a thing to kind of introduce the movie. I wouldn't okay. like read too far into it, you so know? She's not like a Deadpool or like an yeah. Animaniacs. So okay. And I definitely don't see this being like a second, being a second movie or anything Oh, I like definitely that. see this being a second really? movie. Really? Yeah. Maybe. Because aren't um, they making Inside Out too? I can't remember. I think they. I think I read somewhere that they're doing Inside Which Out too. I get, but at the same time, I really love standalone movies. Well, I think this one's going to take the perspective of like an adult. Maybe. Yeah. I think like. Which I think Soul kind of did more of. Yeah, Soul was really good with that. Like it wasn't Inside Out good, but it was in the sense of like kind of showing an adult perspective mm-hmm. on life and how he views it and everything like that. The yeah. pessimistic view turning into an optimistic optimistic mm-hmm. view. Um. I do think that some movies can definitely do with a second one. Like Encanto, I would love to see a second Encanto. Okay. Where maybe not Grandma has died, but the candle has been passed to Mirabelle, you know? (laughs) She didn't die. She's she's sleeping. Um, But we kind of see everybody thriving. But I just don't see there being a space for a turning red, too, you know? The the movie ended (sighs) so nicely and so kind of wrapped up. Yeah. That I guess there could be a spot for it, but I don't see that what another conflict could be in that I sense. can see her joining the Big Hero 6, but that's just me. All right. So another unique trait, trait, mm-hmm. yeah, is um, that Dami Shi is actually already an Oscar-winning director. Even okay. though this is her very first, um, this is their very first feature-length directorial debut. Do you know what they won an Oscar for? What's up? Bow. What? Bow. The Disney short. That everybody fell in love with in 2018. The oh, dumpling. I didn't see it. You never watched Bow. No. 
Did you watch Bow? It was so... It's like literally a 10-minute thing. Oh, okay. It's just like a little Disney short where like this kid goes to eat this dumpling and the dumpling is actually like sentient and he like raises the dumpling and all this and that. What the fuck? It's the cutest shit. Okay. All right, but yeah, that's it. have to watch Bow then. Yeah, it's just a very short... It's one of the Disney shorts. Right. Very, very quick. But yeah, they won an Oscar um, for their work on Bow. Now that you mention it, I didn't see it, but now that you mention it, I do remember it being on Disney Plus um, mm-hmm. because my mom has legit gone through everything. She's watched everything on Disney yeah, Plus. She's not except for Marvel. But yeah. And Star Wars. Right. But she's watched 90% of the animated films. Mm-hmm. And she... she's gone so far as to watch the shorts. Yeah. You yeah. can ask her if she likes Bow. I guarantee you she's going to tell you it was yeah. so cute. Uh huh. She loves it. All right. So moving on. When does this take place? Uh, this movie is actually like super unique in the sense of that's why apparently like a lot of older people I wouldn't say, I was gonna say older kids but then I realized we're <laughs> adults. Um, <laughs> we're older kids. It's fine. <laughs> we're, we're all old. Kids, I don't know how right? to do my own taxes. <laughs> I unfortunately do everybody's taxes. You do. And I somehow everybody ends up getting money except for me. I always just, owe the government. You're just bad at it. I am bad at myself. I'm blaming my boss. I'm not even gonna lie to you. Okay. I'm, I'm blaming. Her too. I'm blaming her. I love her, but it's her fault this time. So the reason everybody kind of loved this movie is because it took place in the early 2000s mm-hmm. instead of like, you know, modern age or even like in the future. Right. This movie took place in the past, which a lot of people, it just like really hit us in this nostalgia. Most definitely. I definitely agree. So officially we know that it takes place in May 2002. Um, but some clues are that the vampire romance novel Carry Around by Priya which is May's friend, um, is a parody of Twilight. Priya's the one with the nose ring, correct? Yes. Okay. Um, it, Twilight was popular in the early 2000s and later adapted into a movie in 2008. Mm-hmm. So when the book released, this was, you know, around that time. I don't oh, know okay. exactly so when it was Okay, so she's carrying the book because it's around that time. That's it's a parody cool. of Twilight, yeah. yeah. So when May is first introduced, the view zooms in on her flute case where there's stickers such as Y2K, A-OK, and Saving the Whales, which was a big deal mm-hmm. in the early 2000s. You know, like the whole, like, that's when SeaWorld really had its whole thing. Right. That's when it started. Um, the song used in the official trailer was, It's Gonna Be May by NSYNC. Get it? May? Sure. No, I mean, I get it, but like... You're so lame. It was just the singing part. I know you really (laughs) wanted to do it. (laughs) Anyways, uh, the boy band at the center of this movie is called Four Four Town. Four Star Town. Four Town. Um, Four Star Town? Four Star Town. (laughs) And it sounds a lot like O-Town, which was active at the time of this movie taking place. So, 2002. O-Town was active, and it was another boy band. Um, By the way, did you know that Billie Eilish and her brother Phineas wrote the music? For... For Four Town. Town. Four Star Town? Yeah. Okay. I don't know that. So yeah. the, I've never met nobody. Yeah. The one that my niece sings all the time. Right. And my sister, coincidentally. Okay. Yeah, that was it. That's pretty cool. So moving on, we don't have a slide for this, so this is just going to be kind of like a chat. Um, really quick, can I mention yes. something? Okay, so um, May is the mm-hmm. daughter, right? Yes. Okay, so cool. May has a crush on this little emo kid. Yes. Who flips his hair Who and flip- everything. Yeah, he does a little hair mm-hmm. flake. He is one of the first Hispanic love interests. Really? Yeah. For like a teenage girl. Oh, I didn't know that. Granted, like, except for like any other movie that may have it that I mean. Yeah. Disney of right kind now. of. Right. But they kind of like made it a thing. Okay. But one of the cool things is because he's a Hispanic emo kid, his shirt is is like a band t-shirt 
Wait, no. Is that uh, is that the com- no? I think it was just like a boy in the high school. Yeah, but like she kind of had eyes for him. Like whenever like he walks by, she's kind of like mesmerized oh, by him. Yeah, because okay. like they point him out and everything. Yeah. But anyway, the band, the shirt that mm-hmm. he's wearing, the t- band yeah. T-shirt, is from Coco, and oh, it was yeah. that dead rock band. Yeah. So I and well, there's cool. a lot of different hints in there too, like um. In Luca, there's mm-hmm. like a CD that said like something about Four Town. Mm-hmm. That because Luca was released before this, it was the lead up to Turning Red. Oh wow, Four Town. Oh yeah, because Disney and Pixar tend yes. to do that a lot. Is they tend to like put and something from the next movie. The stickers in there. on the bottom of the skateboard. I forgot whose skateboard it is. I think it's um, what was May's other friend? Priya. Um, you don't know the name. I don't know the name. It was the flannel girl. Okay, okay flannel we love girl. Her. Yeah. Um, the stickers at the bottom of her skateboard. Do you know? what the stickers are no buzz lightyear really yeah granted we saw the trailer for that today in the movies and i think chris evans really does sound like woody allen yeah yeah yeah, yeah. that's fine do you, are you excited about that movie a little bit okay yeah i'm glad one of us is i'm not like pumped i'm not I'm gonna like, like i'm not gonna I'd pay to see it. it i'd pay to see it you'd pay go to the movie theaters. i'd go to the movie theaters and watch buzz weird lightyear. okay i think it's pretty decent all Especially right. as somebody who grew up watching Toy Story, like I want to know what this is about. Like, no, I but did you watch the Buzz Lightyear TV show? Yeah. Yes. Every night at three o'clock in the morning, whenever it would wake you up, next it to George Lopez, it was like, either George Lopez or Buzz depending Lightyear. on what channel it was when you fell uh-huh. asleep. It was always such a good show. I don't know why they put it on in the middle of the night. Same with Dave the Barbarian. Yeah. It's like two and adult Brandy humor. And Mr. Yes. Mm-hmm. Anyway, sorry about that. Hurt my soul. Um, but yeah. And then you can't find them anywhere. No, that's the thing. So, like, like, what were we watching? <laughs> truly. Like, everybody talks about it, but at the end of the day, like, you can't find the episodes. Right. You found so like, like, well, you found, like, games on, like, Disney Channel. Right. But what I'm saying is, like, what were we watching? Like, if we watch it, because, like, you can watch, like, old shows today and be like, oh, I yeah, can even adult find, humor like, or, like. I can even find, like, uh, MTV's Room Raiders nowadays. Right. Right. But what I'm saying is, like, like I can go back and watch Static Shock and be like, oh, yeah, it talks a lot about gang violence, dealing with death, blah, blah, blah. You're like, okay, trying. This is good. Are you thinking of a creepy Boston where it's like we all no, just no, watch no, no, the no, black no, channel? No, no, no. What I'm saying is, like, we aren't able to watch it as adults to be like, oh, this is why it was on that late is because of the adult humor or, like, oh, these yeah. jokes were too. Well, I, I very specifically remember, like, Dave the Barbarian and Brandy and Mr. Whiskers had that, like, a little bit borderline humor. I yeah. don't think Buzz Lightyear did, though. Buzz Lightyear wasn't on Disney Channel, was it? I think it was. Weird. It was a very weird time period. It had to be on Disney Channel because Toy Story is Disney. I was thinking like Toonami or Disney XD. No, fuck no. Maybe Disney XD. Maybe XD. Yeah. But that's still Disney. Anyways. Yeah. So that's it. Uh, There's a lot of like lead up in these movies to the next movie or, Mm -hmm. you know, talking about previous movies, which is pretty cool. Mm -hmm. Um, But you were talking about the controversies. Yes. Going into the controversies, there's, we don't have like a kind of structured thing for this. Um, But if you want a movie to anger women on Facebook, tell them to watch Turning Red. Like that's, I mean, it's died down at this point. When it first came out, look, I'm going to be honest with you. So many fucking Facebook groups that I'm in, because I'm in a lot of like meme posting mm-hmm. groups, and that's why we drink groups, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And they were all like, oh my God, have you guys seen this movie? Like, I will not be making my kids watch this. And it's like, dog, like, it's not that bad. Because a lot of people think, for one, that this movie, and it does, it does deal with puberty. And mm-hmm. I definitely do think certain ages might benefit more from it or understand it better than others mm-hmm. um but there were some people that were like i'm not letting my teenage son watch this like oh god forbid he knows that girls go through puberty 
God forbid that Bro. girls have little like I'm not gonna say like get aroused, but like her little drawings that she and was like drawing. That's the thing. I was like, look, if y'all knew what I was fucking trying to look up on on fanfiction.net. What were you trying to look at, up? Like, 14. What were 13? you trying to look up at fanfiction.net? No, like every teenage girl that has access to the internet, especially like growing up in the Tumblr. early 2000s. Yeah, like, <laughs> like. As parents, you might look at your kids, especially in Australia and Rico the, the other day, like as they get older, I can definitely like feel the perspective of back in my day coming on. But like at the end of the day, people forget how, how they were at 14 or 15 or 13. Wasn't this one of the first Disney movies that said sexy? Yeah. Yeah. And that's the thing. Like you think these kids aren't, you know, drawing boys as like, oh, what do boys abs look like? Mm hmm. No, like that's normal. Or like really big biceps or sweaty. Yeah. Like and it, you can see that May is still like innocent in the sense that she she draw boys abs, but she, she's just gonna draw a mermaid tail because, I mean, what else is there to draw? You know, like it's just <laughs> these women on Facebook were just like, oh my, they were up in a like uproar over like this is too sexual for my child like cool don't let your six-year-old watch it that's fine no just be a fucking parent and parent your kid i'm but if you it's don't just want them like, to watch it don't bitch about it but it's just, just like watch it it's just at the same time it's like it's a normal part of life right. if you ever think that your kid's not gonna have these feelings towards you know men or women or whatever their preference is like that's kind of on you big dog like I get keeping it away from kids that are younger, but at the same time, like, I definitely think, like, a 10-year-old can watch this movie. Yeah. Like, it's not going to be anything groundbreaking. I guarantee no. I guarantee you at 10 years old, there's a girl or a boy that has a crush on somebody. I guarantee you at 10 years old, they have seen worse than Turning Red. <laughs> I, I mean, I pray not. Like, in an ideal world, they haven't. But like, okay, but, like, I'm saying with, with, everything, with, that kids, with everything that everybody's exposed to at this point. Well, I was just, I, I was listening to uh, Sinisterhood. I yeah. just was listening to it and they were on the Slenderman episode because I'm just now starting it. Mm -hmm. And I know this is way off topic for what kind of we cover, but they were talking about like, you can parent your kid all you want in terms of like the internet and things like that as well. Mm -hmm. But at the end of the day, nowadays, kids are going into middle school, sometimes even elementary school, immediately getting Chromebooks, laptops, iPads, whatever the case is, mm -hmm. to help them learn, which I am all about, utilize technology, absolutely. Right. But at the same time, like, and you can monitor it all you want, but I guarantee you, as high schoolers, we found proxies to websites. Even as middle schoolers, we found ways to And that's something that, like, not even a lot of people know about. I'm pretty sure people today don't even think about these things. But, like, there's certain things called proxies where, like, you... Or VPNs. Like, you can get VPNs, around things. right. We're, well, this was before VPNs and yeah. stuff like that. We had proxies where you could just go through a different web browser. Or we can go through a different website and it acts like a different web browser yeah. that isn't blocked and just lets you go through whatever you want. Yeah. Like... It just, and kids are smart enough. Like, don't ever un underestimate a kid. They will find a way around things. To everything, anything. Literally, when my mom took my phone away so I couldn't call you after 9 p.m. or whatever the case was, I had an iPod Touch that she didn't realize. I just downloaded Uvu. Yeah. And we video chatted all night. Like, yeah. people find, and I you mean, can, even worse. Like, and I know that, like, this is one of those things where I should probably talk to my therapist about <laughs> But, like, I went to the store. It was, like, a Mexican meat market or a Hispanic meat market. And probably the only people that ever think about this is, like, Hispanic kids that were traumatized. Oh, God. Or that were just weird. 
But, like, they would have these, like, little, like, comic book things mm-hmm. that were, like, Spanish comic books. Some of them were in English, too. Yeah. But, like, you think they're, like, for kids. And so they're not. I thought it was a comic book. I picked it up, and it yeah. had, like, titties and, like, <laughs> ass and banging. And Dude, I was like, yo. <laughs> these should be locked up. <laughs> but it was, no, like, right next but, to all the magazines. Like, I didn't know But that's also the thing, too. When I used to get, when I was, like, in sixth grade, and I used to get dropped off at the library because... You know, we just finished visiting visiting my mom in jail on the weekends. Right. I used to get dropped off at the library. Nobody checked on what I was doing. They had lo- they had you know computers there, and of course, like you at that time, you had to pay to use the computers. Nowadays, they're free. Yeah. But like you could sit on the computer and go on MySpace or whatever. I yeah, I had a second MySpace account where I used to talk to like weird guys on there, and I probably shouldn't have. What? <laughs> I know. Like that's the thing is, especially with TikTok nowadays, you find out how like. Kids got fucking traumatized because kids get around things, as unfortunate as it is. Yeah. This I mean, got one of the first weeks of TikTok, you found some weird stuff. Like that, this was like years and years and years yeah. and years ago, and I immediately like deleted that fucking app. And I was no, like, you I'm, like reported it. Yeah, and I was like, I'm yeah. never touching this again. Right. And then it got on it, and it was terrible, and in the different way. But right. um, yeah, no, like it's and like I was saying in that episode of Sinisterhood that I was listening to, it's like your kid gets this iPad or laptop or Chromebook or whatever the case is. And they're on the bus. They're at school. You can't monitor them 24-7. Like, you have to teach them about things before they get taught by somebody you don't want them to get taught by. Right, and teach them the right way. I mean, at the end of the day, if if you want them to learn it a certain way, teach them the way that you want them to know. I don't think hiding things from kids because you think that... I think a lot of parents underestimate the ages in which kids should learn things. Mm -hmm. And they think, oh, I'm not going to tell my kids about this until they're, you know... 15 or 16 by the time they're 15 or 16 they've already had their friends tell them right like, that's what i'm saying like we could sit here and preach all day truly but we're just two podcasters who don't have kids truly at the end of the day but i'm just so saying like, us or don't but I mean, yeah i mean this this is a movie that i think it's good especially for like i would say even like an eight-year-old like eight or nine i don't think they'd, they would understand the concept of it but yeah i mean yeah I but like i don't think it's anything like I don't think that should be censored. Yeah, I don't think it's right. anything that's like so controversial that you're like, oh, I have to shelter my kid. Right. Shit, even my niece, who's three, has watched has this. Watched it, yeah. And she just loves the songs. Yeah. That's it. At the end of the day, like, like she's not. And a lot of the controversy, too, was like, oh, it's teaching kids to disobey their parents and like go behind their parents' back. Because May's mom, spoiler alert, wants her to like banish her red panda. And May, meanwhile, wants to kind of like embrace it. And she uses it to kind of make money to buy these concert tickets. And it's apparently they're like, oh, well, it's teaching kids to betray their parents or whatever. And I'm like, no, it's not. No. Kids doing whatever they whatever they want to do. It's about accepting your true self and not pushing parts away that you feel ashamed about. Or, you know, like. Honestly, it's more along the lines of like, the more you try to shelter your kid from the world is the more that they they're going to be exposed to it by other sources. And once they start getting exposed to it by other sources, they don't want to hear know. what you have to say they don't exactly. want to live the life that you're i guess trying to shelter them and in. like i really enjoyed this movie too because it showed that yes may loves her friends mm-hmm. and wants to go to a concert with her friends but she also loves spending time with her family mm-hmm. and her like, mom specifically yeah it's not something that she like dislikes her mom or she hates her mom she loves mm-hmm. her mom but she also 
embraces her own unique sense of self and helps her family embrace theirs as well. Right. Especially like even somebody who didn't have any part in it, but spoiler alert, like the dad. Yeah, absolutely. Like he was in a shell. He was all quiet, but like Mm -hmm. when it came down to his daughter, he was like, fuck it. I'm a parent. This is my daughter. Yeah. Yeah. Like I just, I really, I thoroughly enjoyed this movie. Yeah. Absolutely. And I think despite what some moms on facebook say like i definitely think it's a movie that if you're an adult and you want to watch it go for it if you're a parent who wants to watch it with your kid go for it this isn't going to corrupt your kid no so overall what do we think did disney do it again yeah disney did it again another hit another Another hit hit in the box yep all right well thank you guys for sticking with us for this entire funky episode um without a better help sponsor pretty rude i might add (laughs) we'll get there we're working on it (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and sorry for the um the weirdness this past like month, month or, so. or so yeah, yeah. it's just transitioning to a new job is not as easy as no. some thought it might be um it's just finding our groove within things but we're getting there yeah life got to us but you know we're getting life back yeah exactly and we are going to we're come taking it by the red panda ears and Exactly. Oh, another cute little thing I forgot to mention. You know when May gets like kind of nervous and she interns into a red panda form mm-hmm. and she has her hands up in the air? That's the same thing that red pandas do whenever really? they get nervous. Yeah. You can see videos like whenever they get scared or anything like that and they get stressed, they throw their hands up in the air. That's funny. Yeah. So they like kept true to that. Right. So anyways. Um, they us... also play it. I'm sorry. No, I keep, I keep interrupting. You're... No, you didn't interrupt. You're fine. But um. Like, they threw a lot of the kawaii, like... Anime. Anime-esque thing of, like, cat ears and, like... But that's what I was saying earlier. Like, the animation style. I know, but that's what I'm saying. Like... Oh, yeah. That's just something that, like, is something prominent in, like... uh, What... What do we call it now so it's not weird? Asian culture? No, like, anime. I'm not trying to say, like, uwu or, like... No, I mean, like, it's just cutesy. but like that, that the remember like the roar, like yeah, yeah, that I, style of thing, like yeah. anime, the kawaii. And roar and kawaii, yeah, like yeah, that ears, tails, like yeah, it was all very cute, like mm-hmm. and I, even Disney is capitalizing on the merch, right, definitely. But yeah, so if you guys watch this movie, please let us know what you think. Like we genuinely want to know everybody's opinions on it, you know. Just if how you, didn't you feel. like it and disagree with what we said, go ahead and let us know. Get yeah. angry about it. Email if you're a parent us. Who, I want an email. If you're a parent who feels that your child has been corrupted by this movie, let us know. Educate us. Maybe we can Don't help yell you. at us. Educate us. Maybe we can help you with a better better help code. Or that. Maybe we'll try. Try our best. <laughs> Anyways, uh, feel free to rate us on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Rate us a five stars or don't rate us at all. Okay. Right. Thank you. Appreciate it. <laughs> um, find our beacons.ai forward slash break out the popcorn um, where we have all of our information, all of our links, all that fun stuff. Oh, showsies. And go ahead. And I'm pretty sure you already said this, but jump on our Patreon, jump on our Twitter. Uh, let us know that we're loved. Yes, absolutely. And uh, it'll be Leia's Mother Day present. Although she'll never it'll be, be Connie's. Oh, wow. That's sad. She is neutered, though. Spay and neuter. Is she spayed or neutered? She's spayed. Spay and neuter your animals. Yeah. As who was that game show host? Bob Barker. Yeah. Yeah. All right, you guys. Well, uh, enjoy your evening. Roll credits.
Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner.